Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Jaeger Live. In today's episode, I want to talk about why I neglect my military service. So without further ado, let's get into it. So welcome guys, welcome back. Um, there's, it's been a while and um, I want to do, uh, I'm going to do a complete another episode about where I've been, why I've been MIA these past few months. Um, but I wanted to kind of preface this show with what it all meant, why I decided to title it the way I titled it. Um, and what it actually meant. Um, first of all, I don't want to offend anybody. It has nothing to do with me disrespecting the military or troops or anything of that nature. In fact, it's quite the contrary. I even, you know, obviously for those who listen for a long time, I have a company, VetFit Apparel, who actually is the sole purpose of that is to help veterans. So. I have in no way trying to disrespect anybody and their service, and um, honestly, it was a, it, it's just a perspective from where I come from, from what I was experiencing, and I was sitting there and I was talking with my oldest son, and we were talking about my service, and we were talking about certain things that happened, and um, it just really brought to light something that I never thought about before. And so this is why I decided to do this episode. And honestly, um, I think really where it started was, you know, Memorial Day is going to be on Monday. And I thought, awesome, like what a, what, a great, what a great time to talk about these things. What a great time to bring this to light and kind of share with you guys a little bit more of my military service. I don't like talking about it. Um, I don't really talk about it much with anybody. So, I mean, even my own wife, I, I rarely talk about it. So uh, I just wanted to, I'm going to give you guys a little bit about it, but um, I kind of wanted to share more of my perspective. And hopefully I can, I can reach some veterans that are maybe having the same outlook and kind of get a better understanding of how they're feeling. So I want to start this episode, too, with talking about why I decided to join. Now, it, Obviously, you know, a lot of people have a, a vast array of reasons to join the military, um, whether it be tradition or people that um, are really patriotic and things like that. Me, you know, I, I fall under those categories too. My, I think the first time that I had the idea was when I was about, I want to say about 10, my brother, my oldest brother joined the Marine Corps and we went to his graduation, and I was just like, oh, man, this is crazy. They, I mean, they look so clean and cut, and um, they just, they just, it, there was just an aura about the Marines to me. It was like this, uh, I don't know, like Spartans, you know? They were just these, these hard, chiseled, freaking warriors, and I was like, damn, that's what I want to do. That's what I want to be a part of. I want to be able to be proud and to say that, shit, yeah, I took the hardest basic training and I, you know, I passed it. From an, uh, from an early, I'd say a pretty early age, I was ready to be in the Marines. And then f 
for those who are regular listeners, you know that I had my daughter at 17, and things kind of went topsy-turvy on me. But around, around 19 years old, I circled back to it. I was ready to do it. I thought it would be a great opportunity for me and my daughter, and I thought, what a great way to take care of her and you know, make her proud of her dad. And so I signed up. I got there out of there as quick as I could. It was actually kind of funny, too, because I, I probably made my recruiter's job the easiest it's ever been. I was 19 already. I didn't have to wait to get out of high school. He didn't have to woo me with anything. I literally walked in there. I said, I want to join the Marine Corps. What do I have to do? And I want to leave the soonest as I can. I don't care what. Let's do it. So I literally, um, I spent, they have like a pre-program that they have for, for kids that want to go in. Like they're usually like in high school. They take them on runs and they teach them about rank structure and yada, yada, yada. I didn't do any of that. I, uh, I was there maybe three weeks, and most of that was just getting up and getting the, taking the tests and getting to make sure I was good to go. So anyway, I got out there. Um, I went through it, like I said, pretty fast. I think right after Thanksgiving of 05. And I was so prepared. I was so ready to get into that point that I, I didn't take a lot of things into consideration. And I don't think a lot of people take certain things into consideration, obviously. I mean, the numbers are, are, are staggering for veteran suicide, and it's something that I advocate really, really heavily because, um, I lo as you guys know, I've lost a couple friends to it, and um, I just think that it's, it's uh, so unnecessary. Uh, but I to get back, okay, so I understood that there was going to be a physical aspect of it, obviously, right? I mean, you're training... Like, the sole purpose of Marines is to be trained for war. That's what their purpose is. Whether they have a different MOS, you know, they, like for me, you know, I work on diesel trucks, uh, you know, the Humvees and the 7 tons and shit like that. Even though there's different sections of the Marine Corps, we are all trained for war. That's our purpose. Literally, we go through boot camp, which is the longest boot camp, 13 weeks, and then we go to MCT, or, you know, if you're not a grunt, you go to MCT, which is further training into warfare. How to read, uh, how to do navigation, how to enter properly, how to, you know, do grenades and flashbangs and shoot the big shit and learn how to be marksmen of all sorts of stuff. So it's like, that's what our purpose was. So I knew that there was a physical aspect of it that I needed to, that was going to be tough for me. Because a lot of people don't pass boot camp. But what, like I said, what I really didn't take into consideration, and, and you know, I kick myself for it to this day because it caused a lot of issues uh, later on in my career, but I didn't take into consideration the mental aspects of it. Now, when they're training you to be warriors and they're training you to go to war and kill, like, other people, it's not just showing you how to pick up a weapon and pull the trigger. You have they they take who you are and they break that down so they can rebuild you into like killing machines. I know it sounds you know it sounds maybe pretty cool from the outside in like uh you know but I I don't want to put this like um this dramatization on it to make it sound sexy and cool like that's what they train you for. And a lot of people don't get that, I think. And when you're like me, you know, I'm not from a huge town. I think there was, you know, 
20,000 in my in my town. Like it wasn't crazy big. We had like one major store in our town. It, it, so it's like coming from that and then coming to this point. Like I remember going to boot camp, the first day in boot camp. I was just like, what the fuck did I just sign up for? Like I'm the I am so stupid. Like I didn't take any of this into consideration. And you also got to understand too, like I didn't have all the little training before that. Like I knew nothing about rank structure. I knew nothing about how to how to talk to my drill instructors. I knew nothing. I I didn't know how to go ask to go to the bathroom. Real shit. Like I literally I probably fucked up my bladder because if you don't ask properly, they won't let you go. 100%. They will not let you go. So it was like I I came into this the worst prepared person probably ever <laughs> in the history of Marine Corps boot camp because I just was like, fuck it, I don't care, I just want to go, like, just send me, get me in as soon as you can. So anyway, back to it is like, they really, truly break you down mentally and they rebuild you the way they need you to be, mentally. To the point to where you are not only not afraid of war, but you look forward to war. And it's a really... It, it's a really different feeling to have that inside of you. Not only that, but it's just like to have the confidence to go to war. It's really, it's it's just such a strange feeling, and I don't really know how to put it into words. You know, all my Marine buddies out there, you, you get what I'm saying. Um, maybe even some of them you don't. I don't know. But for me, it was like, it was just a really strange feeling. What's weird about it, too, is like there's little pieces of you left in that that new change. And I'm not talking like, I don't want to say like brainwash, like that just sounds like, that sounds like some weird, like that, not that kind of shit. It's not, I wouldn't say brainwashed. I'm, I would say reprogramming. And the reason I say reprogramming is because you're going in to do something, you know what you're going in to do, and they're just giving you a different perspective to make you be okay with the job that you have to do. So, Long story short, <laughs> I, I, was really, um, I was really in a different place mentally when I got out of the Marine. When I first got out, like, I did, you know, I suffered from PTSD when I got back. Well, I think when I first got back, I remember this like it was yesterday because it was such, a, it was such an odd time in my life. It was the first time that I really um, was anxious to be around people and I'm not like an outgoing crazy I'm like a crazy outgoing person but once I do get comfortable around people I'm fine and I can be outgoing and um but I'm mostly you know I wouldn't say introvert either so I'm like right in the middle but I don't mind going out with people I don't mind hanging out I don't mind see being seen and and mixing it up with people and um the first time I went out somewhere my brother he used to play darts at this bar and um, they were doing a comp, they were doing like a tournament thing, and he was like, "Hey, bro, you want to come?" And I was like, Bert, "Yeah, fuck it, like you know, I'll go and have a beer and hang out. I haven't been out and done anything." And uh, I was standing there drinking my beer, and there was like this big trash can behind us, and apparently that's where all the waitresses would throw the empty bottles and sh and shit like that, and. She, I was just standing there drinking, watching my my brother play, and and just com you know conversing with other people. I almost said conversating, how embarrassing. Uh, 
I was just conversing with other people and just having a, a pretty good time. Like, it was a little loud, a little, I felt a little claustrophobic, but I was just like, no, it, that's fine. Like, maybe just because it's really tight in here. And she comes behind me and drops probably, it, it sounded like 100 bottles into this thing right behind me. And, like, I freaked the fuck out. I freaked out. And it was just this, it was like the first time that I realized that there was something different and there was something wrong. It's really hard to, um, it's really hard to be that person. It's really hard to come home and be that person and, and not know why you are this way. And, you know, because you're getting trained to be something and you think that the training is solid. And it was. I mean, I, honestly, like if I didn't have the Marine Corps trained to be who I was, to, be over, to go to Iraq and do, you know, do what I had to do over there, um, it probably would have been a lot worse. I, I, I would bet a thousand percent it would have been a lot worse. But at the same time, like, you know, we're still human. We still see things that we shouldn't see. We, we're still a part of things that we shouldn't be a part of. Um, and it has those effects on you. So, I mean, it was, it, anyway, like I said, it was just a really hard thing for me to come to terms with. Um, and I think the biggest part of that and the, the biggest reason why I talk about neglecting my service, it's not because, like, I'm ashamed of what I do or what I did. I'm not ashamed of my service. Uh, I'm definitely, it's very, definitely a proud moment in my life that I will always remember. But I think the reason that I don't like to talk about it and I don't like to relive it is because I didn't like who I was when I was in the Marines. I don't like it. I didn't like it. Um, it wasn't who I was as a person. You wouldn't believe it. If you knew me when I was younger, you knew me in high school, and then you saw me out right out of the Marines, like it was, it was night and day. I was very, I'm a very passive person. Not passive in the way like I'm going to let people walk all over me passive, but it's just like I don't need to start shit. Like if you want to try and start shit, I'm just like whatever, fine. Like, you know, you do you and you have that, that bad energy. Um, but when I first got out, man, like I was, I was looking to fight with anybody. Anybody popped off, you know, I was ready to fight. I didn't care what they said. I didn't care how they said it. If it sounded the least bit aggressive towards me, my family, my kids, like, I didn't give a shit. I was ready to fight. It's just, that wasn't me. That's not who I am. I'm not, again, don't get me wrong, like, I'm not going to let you hurt my family, but I will protect my family and keep them safe 100%. Um, and I came to that realization the other day when I was talking with my oldest, and I, my oldest son, and I said, like, I think that's the problem. Because a lot of people don't understand why they don't like talking about their service, I think. A lot of people think that it's, it's shame or it's, um, it's other things. And I knew for me, like, I wasn't ashamed of what I, what I did. I wasn't, I didn't feel bad about it. Um, I, I definitely was proud of my service. And, you know, being a Marine, it's, it's a really big deal. Um, but it just wasn't, I just never wanted to talk about it. And I always thought that maybe I was ashamed. Maybe I felt really weird about it. And I, I felt guilty about th some things. And I was just like, well, that's, that doesn't make any sense. And then it just popped up that this is what it was. That it was this point of my life where I wasn't a good person.
I didn't have the same, uh, I don't know, like the same characteristics that I had. And uh, I don't like to relive that. I don't like to feel uh, that I'm, that I was ever that person. And I realized that it takes the time, it takes some time for you to heal from things, from going to war and everybody, anybody who's been in combat, anybody who's been in that kind of situation understands it does take time and it's not gonna be, it's not gonna ever fully go away, I don't think. I don't think there's ever a point where it ever gets completely out of your mind, completely out of your body, out of your soul. But I believe that there is a point, a tipping point to where you can be okay and you can move forward. Um, and I think that if, if people want to talk about it, I think we need to establish platforms where people can feel comfortable talking about it. Because doing stuff that we do and seeing things that we see are not, like I said before, normal. They're not what people need to see. I mean, you talk to anybody. You talk to a World War II veterans. You talk to, I mean, I have been very, very fortunate with my service that I, I got to talk to people from World War II, from the Korean War, from Vietnam. Like, I was able to talk to them and have conversations and, you know, different place in the world, same experience. It's... No matter where you try, where where it is, it's all the same. And I think that's kind of cool that there's a a connection. No matter what you've done or where you've done it, there's still that connection. So to wrap it up, sorry, uh, I kind of got off track there a little bit, but I I wanted this episode to come out, and I wanted to talk about something that I think is a very very different perspective. I've never heard people. Uh, think about it like this, because maybe it would have popped off in my head, like, oh, shit, maybe this was me. Maybe I could uh, diagnose it a little bit and identify that this was who I was, and this is why um, I don't like talking about certain things. Um, so I hope that if you guys are listening, if, if you guys are veterans and you guys are struggling with something, I hope that maybe this sheds some light on some darkness for you. If you know veterans that are um, in a dark place or having trouble with certain things, I mean, 100%, if you go to Vet Fit Apparel and on Instagram, you guys can message me or send me a message or I don't, I don't want these things. I know, you know, Memorial Day, is a, it's, a, it's a remembrance of those that we've lost and... Um, I don't, not, not just in war for me, and if there is people out there, you know, and you know somebody, please, please reach out to them. If not, like, have them reach out to me. I'm always here. I'm always willing to talk to people, um, and I know it's different when, if you're a civilian and you've never, you've never experienced what we've experienced, it's really different to talk to somebody who has and try to get in their her perspective. It's just really, I knew I didn't like talking to civilians. So um, anyway, thank you guys for listening. Sorry about uh, the long outro there, but I'm going to have another episode coming up in next Monday. We're going to be talking about where I, where the hell I've been for the past few months. 
Uh, we're talking about a new journey, and I'm really excited about that because it's going to be lasting for quite a while. We don't know yet, but uh, we're going to dive deeper into that in the next episode. So until next time, guys, have a great Memorial Day weekend. Be safe, and I'll talk to you soon. Thank you.